This week's podcast brought to you by the Beefy Boys. Three cool dudes hanging out talking about music, video games, and sports, and anything else that hits our fancy. Uh, yeah, check them out at www.beefyboys.com or on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you love their logo, you can buy their merch, www.cafepress.com slash beefyboysmerch1. And oh, baby, you know you're going to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Find us on Twitter at beefy underscore boys, and you can find us on Instagram at official beefy boys because it is official. Make us blue check marks, keep following us, and you can find us on Facebook at the beefy boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's beefy. A good podcast requires a good beer. So that's why I always go to my go-to, Keystone Light. If I'm going to the store, I don't want to buy a 12-pack. I want to go for a legit 15-pack. When I go to a party, I don't take Rainier. I take Keystone Light. And you know what? It tastes so good, I'm going to have it right now. Cheers, folks. There's a burp coming in. That's good. What up, knuckleheads? Welcome to episode 121 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club. I'm Joe, and I'm joined here with Christian. What is up? And We're back Vito. at it again. Hey, hey. Yeah, it's been a while. It's our. It's been three weeks. It's our longest hiatus. Unplanned. We just, you know, I don't know. It's COVID. The weather's bad. Everyone's sad. You know, <laughs> cont- contemplative. World's going to shit. Everyone's burnt out, man. I'm telling you, man. Well, the weather was hella nice for like the last two weeks. It was and- too hot. It was so hot. Really? Our, I thought it was nice. I thought it was perfect. I we we thought about putting the air conditioner in the window, but then we were like, no, because it's gonna get cold. <laughs> Yeah, and sure it, enough, the heat turned back on today because it's fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, we're back in that like weird April slump of weather that we're gonna mm-hmm. have. But then I think in like two weeks we'll be back to Washington Spring, yeah. where it's allergies, allergy city, which are killing me right now. By the way, yeah, me too, man. We gotta get that nays. Do the flow nays. Although I always feel <sighs> I awkward because like. I've been uh, my all my cats, my teenage cats have decided that like they don't want to engage in play when we want them to. They want to make their own rules, so it's very much like three thirty to four a.m. is when they want to sprint around the house, you know. So yeah, for sure, that's always good. So like I'm like I've been sleeping in a lot, so like I'll, I have to be on camera at nine fifteen for class. So I'll roll out of bed at like eight forty five, and then I'll be slowly waking up, and then I'm, like it'll hit me. So I feel weird like. Squirting the flonase in my nose, like guys, I'm not doing anything untoward <laughs> here. It's literally just medicine. Like, relax, so I don't sneeze you on y'all. Put, that, put your shit on in, in yeah. the middle of class. Squirt, you gotta squirt, put squirt, that squirt. Your nose. Yeah. Oh man, God, yeah. I can't believe it's been three weeks since we've gotten together and bullshitted. I don't it's even nice think you're on the last episode, man. I think it's been like six weeks since we saw you. Has it really? No way. You weren't on the last one. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. You were on the one before. So oh. four weeks. The last time we all podcasted together was March 28th. Wow. Holy shit. That was Holy like crap. 
before my car broke down. I had to, I had to go have another emergency dentist appointment. It's just like a series of dentist appointments. This was a root canal that took three sessions to fix, which was the worst. Oh, yeah. God, that sounds terrible, dude. My dentist burnt the shit out of my lip when he was doing it. I'm like, ow. Dude, that sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> I got the temp crown on now, finally. And it's settling in nicely. Get the perm in a few weeks and be good to go. Yeah. I got, I got, I got my car fixed. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the recent events. So I guess I haven't been on since my car has been fixed because it got fixed at the first week of April. One moment. (laughs) What the hell is that? The fuck was that? (laughs) It sounded like he was about to spontaneously start doing an ad. Apologies, the uh, Bluetooth speaker behind me was still connected to my wife's phone from yesterday, and she's playing some mobile game. And that's <laughs> that piano funny. riff was from. <laughs> oh, was it from the game itself or an ad? It was an ad. Yeah, it was an ad. She turned See, sound I told on. you, it sounded like an ad. It sounded like you are about to start like, doing a <laughs> fucking ad in the show. Nope, it was some mobile game ad, yeah. Oh. Ari gets really into, you know, like, dorky mobile games on her tablet or whatever. And since it's tied into my Amazon account, every time she, like, downloads one, it comes through as an Amazon purchase. (laughs) So sometimes I freak out. I'm like, who's buying Amazon stuff? And it's like, you downloaded, like, Best Fiends or whatever dorky ass (laughs) mobile game she's downloading. (laughs) I give her a hard time. She's like, you can't make fun of my dorky mobile games. I'm like, okay, but it's so easy. So you're fully vaccinated, huh, Vito? I'm jealous. Yep. I got my first shot two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I went to one of those drive-thru clinics. I didn't even have to get out of my car. Really? They gave it to you from from the car? Yeah. Just roll down the window. Fuck yeah. And then they make you wait in the parking lot for 10 minutes, and then you leave. Oh, for side effects? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got my second appointment in two weeks. I was planning to not skip the line, but then I had some inside information that I should probably just skip the line because they were worried it was going to be a disaster on the 15th when it opened for everyone. So I got it on, like, the 12th. I skipped the line by, like, three days. <clears throat> I just lied. I said I still worked at the grocery store. They didn't like double check or anything. <laughs> it's I'm torn because like you know like you know, there's places like Texas or even like in the Spokane area where they can't get people to take the shot, or like Michigan is blowing up and Michigan is throwing away thousands of doses because people just won't come get the shot. I'm like, can you just give it to us so we can like go back to normal? Cause we want it. Like, you know, Ugh. it's so frustrating. Just get your shots. People just suck. Well, up for us, it's not shots. just the uh, shots themselves, but we don't have enough people to apply the shots as well. Yeah. I know. Like from what I heard from my friend who actually works the place, is that, you know, they're not actually in a shortage of shots. They actually just need more people to actually work it in order to actually get more shots done in a day kind of thing. Well, that's pretty fucked up, too. Just hire more people, then. 
Well, you, in order to do shots, you actually have to be trained and certified. So Yeah, but we have the whole Swedish system and Harborview and Seattle Children's. There's nurses aplenty around here. I know a few dozen myself. I mean... It's actually mostly MAs that do it. But is it? Yeah. Um, the only reason I, I, only reason I couldn't do it is um, my certification still hasn't gone through. Really? Yeah, like four months out from when I got everything sorted. Because they're just, just so behind. A paperwork thing for them, or that sucks. Yeah, it's literally just waiting for the state. <laughs> what do you remind me when I graduated college? I couldn't get my uh, diploma processed for the longest time to the point where, like, it was. I almost had to like stop training ten days into the twenty-one day training session because, like, we can't confirm that you've graduated. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is yeah. going on? <laughs> Turned out I had never acknowledged the like financial literacy paperwork that I owed the University of Maine like $45. <laughs> can I just pay this bill so you can release my fucking transcript for Christ's sake? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I, I even called the fucking people too. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, no, we just haven't, like, received it yet. I'm like, oh, so I should tell my people to make sure that they've sent it or whatever, right? And he's like, no, no, they've, they've sent it. We just haven't received it yet. And I'm like, okay, so how long is it going to be? Oh, you know, at least several weeks. At least several weeks? Yeah, send an email? after it had already been four months. Jesus. So, like, yeah. That sucks. That reminds me of Amazon. Yeah, apparently doc, the doctors that are doing the shots, too, like, they don't get paid. But, like, the other volunteers do. Doing it out of kindness of their heart? I guess so, yeah. Well, doctors make a fucking ridiculous amount of money, so. I mean, that's not true. What? Yeah, it is. Looked it up. Uh, they, they make a ridiculous amount of money, but they also are massively, massively, massively in debt. Well, because, yes, that's true. And so they... <laughs> They don't actually make that much money, and they don't actually make that much of a ridiculous amount of money unless they're surgeons, because that's where, like, most of the money comes out. Oh, I looked it up, man. The Seattle GP averages 130 k That is the median income for a GP in Seattle. I looked it yeah, up. Yeah, but that's not, like a that's not, like, a massive amount for a doctor, though. <laughs> that's a lot of money. <laughs> Especially if Dude, you're 130 in... I mean, you have to go, you have to go into to fucking hundreds and thousands of fucking dollars in debt, and yeah. then also the... Like, like maybe, like, you know... A hundred thousand or whatever is good for like somebody who's not in debt, but <laughs> and then they have to upkeep um, all their education and stuff too, so they have to yeah, like spend money in order to be a doctor. It's like it's like just... saying it's like saying teachers make too much. No, <laughs> like, no I'm they not saying they make too much. Do. I'm saying they make a lot. I looked it up because you know my neighbor, the neighbors had a kid and they're always buying fancy shit. I'm like, how can they afford all this stuff? She isn't working. I'm like, well, how much does he make? He's a doctor. Let's let me look it up. I'm going. That's a lot. <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, like I'm working in pediatrics and like the doctors there don't really make a lot of money. Like the clinic makes money off of like the one doctor who does. Um, fucking, yeah, plastic surgeries and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, plastic surgeries on children? No. It so there's a pediatrics department, which is like oh, the main okay. <laughs> part of it. <laughs> okay. And there's like the sense. one doctor who does like plastic surgeries and stuff for like adults. But there, there, there's like a handful of adult doctors as well. 
does your pediatrics department have like whimsically painted walls and race car beds or does it look like a regular You've already asked that question Damn and it. the answer was no. Damn it. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I was just having this discussion, but like a few weeks ago, like I, I told you the story, we had to take our cat. But it's also a, a fairly oh, new God. building, so it's not like super decorated or anything. Okay, it so does have like pictures of animals in the, on the walls and like, um, like on the like room ID numbers or whatever, it has like the picture that's gonna be on the wall on the like little thing, like a small version of it. Like a cutesy version or like a realistic photo? It's a realistic photo, but they're like oh. butterflies, ladybugs and stuff. Oh, okay. That's cute. Yeah. That's cute. I I I pictured by the way, so when my cat was in the hospital, I pictured that I imagined in my head for some reason an animal hospital was like a people hospital where like each dog or cat has their own like private room. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like I was like, that's definitely not how it is. It's definitely like a wall of kennels. And I'm like, oh my God, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> oh. I'm just trying to picture like an animal hospital, but like, you know, there's visiting hours for the animal and every animal has their own room and private nursing service. Call it the rich people animal hospital. <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. Uh, what else is new, team? You boys check out Mortal Kombat? I did nope. not. <laughs> Damn. I didn't even well, know there was Mortal Kombat coming out. I never was into Mortal Kombat. As a that kid. shit was fun, man. That movie was a lot of fun. I mean, oh, computerized blood is... Yeah. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, it's a oh. movie. Com- computerized blood is... is it's all right. I mean, if you're going to do it, you got to like legitimately like ramp it up to the third power. But I think they would benefit a lot from doing like, you know, making it feel like one of those old school movies, like where you bring in like the fucking buckets of fake blood instead of computerized blood. I think it'd be a lot better. It would go with like the cheesiness of Mortal Kombat if they did that. But in my opinion, the movie was fucking sweet. I enjoyed it. I thought well, it was a lot of fun. You weren't pissed off you know that what? Johnny Cage wasn't in it? Like the rest of the internet is apparently? I literally couldn't give two fucks if Johnny Cage was in it or not. They're going to bring him in on the second one. So it's like, what are people bitching about? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Johnny Johnny Cage will be in the second one. He's in Hollywood. Oh, I see. Yeah. I don't know. I can't name any. I never got into the Mortal Kombat lore. I always liked Sub-Zero, which apparently is a weenie-ass character. And it's like, no, you should play Scorpion. I'm like, Scorpion is lame. Sub-Zero is way cooler. Blue is cooler. Sub-Zero is not a weenie. Whoever says Sub-Zero is a fucking weenie is a bum. <laughs> Sub-Zero is the best one, man. Of all the ninjas, Sub-Zero is the, the shit. One. Yeah. I yeah. like Scorpion, too, but Sub-Zero is Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. He was also a huge piece of shit in the movie, too, which was awesome. He was an awesome bad guy. And he's in the movie? Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. I haven't seen... I don't watch movies, man. I ain't got time for that. I watched all of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it was boring as fuck. And I did not care for it. Yeah, that shit looks boring. Not I as good. Watch that. It's like, oh, Sam Wilson's going to become Captain America. Spoilers. Like, we didn't need this. He took the shield at the end. And then in, that's the whole plot, really, of Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's like, I don't want to be Captain America. No, you got to. I don't want to. No, you got to. I don't want to. No, you got to. Okay. There you go. There's six episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, puke. Uh, yeah. Marvel's losing their touch. 
I like WandaVision. Though. I think so. I think I think the world got hit with some Marvel fatigue there, and then I think Marvel blew their load with like Endgame, and now I think that they're just like kind of in like a let's just push out as much content as possible uh, because we're Marvel. I feel like they're and they're so hit. now it just seems like everything that's coming out is like boring ass series and TV shows and shit. I think they hit, really hit their stride with like guardians and guardians 2 and thor Ragnarok. yes and like it's really been downhill since yeah i would i would have to agree with that i'd have to say that those were like their better movies i think the guardian series and then the uh infinity war is better than endgame endgame just has too much going on there's just too much i agree i agree 100 percent. and captain marvel was boring as fuck that movie is so boring Captain Marvel? Yeah. yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah. I like Spider-Man. It, I like both the Spider-Man movies, but they barely feel like Marvel movies. <laughs> Just team yeah. movies. I really did not expect spoilers for Spider-Man Homecoming. I really did not expect the Vulture to be his date's dad. That was quite the shock to me. <laughs> oh, that Michael was Douglas sweet. was your dad, huh? Michael Keaton. Sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I did appreciate like they answered pretty much all the questions I had about what happened for the time snap in the beginning of the second one. Like, <laughs> some of us disappeared for five years. Some of us did not. <laughs> you know, my younger brother is now older than me. Like, okay, so like time did pass, just not for you. You know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, <clears throat> when it came to when it came to fucking. Endgame, they were just like, let's take three hours of everybody's time and then shit out as much content as we can in yeah. one movie. I was just like, holy I mean, they shit. had to wrap up the saga. That's going to be, Exhausting. I feel like that's, that's always the problem when you have these long, expansive series. That's why, like, the last season of Game of Thrones was disappointing. Like, the, the ending of Lost was such a, a meme for how bad it was. Like, it's really hard to wrap up these expansive story plots all at the same time, right? Yeah, I think more, I feel like more people need to take the anime approach where you never wrap it all up. You're just you always just adding more it. and more, and <laughs> yeah, then sometimes yeah. you explain stuff away. But there's it's never you're never done. There's always well. More. Then I mean, with Game of Thrones, there were so many fucking plot holes and so many things that they that they had originally set up earlier in the series that they completely like acted like it didn't even exist. You know, it was just like, oh yeah. well, that uh, tech uh, now that's just like never happened. Sorry, that, like, never happened. It's like, well, what the fuck is this, man? This is, like, they spent, like, three episodes, like, five seasons ago building something up, and then now it's just like, oh, um, we forgot that we did that, and now it doesn't exist but anymore. But when was the, when can you think of was a time that a sprawling saga like that had a satisfying conclusion? Yeah, I, mean, I can't. I exactly. can't. I can't, and I don't expect it. Okay. I mean, at that point, you just don't expect it. Like, like uh, Rise of yeah, Skywalker just... is hands down the worst Star Wars movie. I will die on that hill. Okay, Attack of the Clones might give it a run for its money, but Rise of Skywalker is a terrible film. Was that the third one yes. out of the new ones? Yes. Yeah, those new movies were fucking terrible. No way, Last Jedi, Last Jedi's top two Star Wars movies. That movie's great. No. That movie's no. great. That movie is great. With the flying <laughs> no. Princess Leia, yep, that, that scene was cheesy. The rest of that movie is great. And then they oh, just totally man. retcon it in the next one. Like, 
The, I think the only good Star Wars movie that has come out recently was um, Rogue One. I like. That. I think that was like the only one, and I think that Rogue One was awesome because they they did that shit as a suicide mission, and they actually got fucked. Like, if they got out of it and lived, I would have been like, this is dumb. That was pretty epic, because it's like, it they might actually the- survive, and then Darth Vader shows up, and he just, <clears throat> it, in like 90 he seconds. fucks everything up, everything. yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> you never really get yeah. to see him being a badass before that, you know? And I was just kind of like, okay, they did that really well. I was like, there's like, you know, consequences to doing what you needed to do, and they knew it. Like, the whole time in the movie, they're like, hey, if we do this mission, we're gonna fucking die. And they're like, well, let's do it. And they sure that, enough, they that. did that, and then they die. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe they they fucking pulled that off. I still, I, I was waiting when I saw that movie because I was uh, half drunk. I had like just started dating Ara, and it was that we were in that time when it's like, are we dating or not? Who knows? And Colin's like, let's not think about that. Let's go to the movies. Like, okay. And it, <laughs> it was like the movie theater you could drink at. So we were like half drunk, and we were just waiting for that line from the trailer when she says, "I'm a rebel. I rebel." And they cut it. It's not in the movie. And I'm like, where yeah. was that line? I've been waiting for it this whole time. Like, oh. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the world of cinematic teasing you, you know, mm-hmm. playing with your balls a little bit and then zipping up your jeans. And he just cut the whole line. Crazy. But I thought that was like the one good Star Wars movie that's I still haven't seen out. Solo. Solo was a piece of shit. That movie <laughs> was so garbage. Dude, I just, I, I mean, I'm like, Star Wars was a thing that did not need to come back. It didn't need to make a comeback. And I had hope. I had half hope after like, the first one. I thought the first one was a little fan servicey. The first number seven, whatever you want to call it, Force Awakens. I'm like, they could do something cool here. And then the, the next one was like, all right, this is different. I like this, but the fan backlash was so bad that they just like, fuck it, we're going back to the fan service model from before. Oh man. Yeah, it just garbage absolute trash and solo was solo's fan service too and then it's just like it's a movie that nobody asked for and it's a movie that nobody gave a fuck about and then they're just like oh here's han solo for you it's like nobody asked for this nobody asked for this nobody cares when they announced their plans it was going to be like 10 years of a star wars movie every year alternating between side stories and main content and then after solo and Rise of Skywalker will bomb. They're like, all right, we're not going to... They haven't done one since. And that was like four years ago, you know? Yeah. They're not even they talking put a, about doing one. I mean... They put a lot of they put a lot of resources into Mandalorian, and it showed, because the Mandalorian was legit. Yeah, the Mandalorian was good. Good old baby Yotes. They'll find a way to ruin it, I can guarantee you that. But <laughs> it was it was good for the first and second season. Uh, the ending of season two was cheesy and dumb, but oh, you've been like, I, I still don't, I don't like that. I guess the spoilers for the end of Mandalorian season two, why is the Skywalker family like the only people who can do anything in the star Wars universe? Like it's supposed to take place over an entire galaxy. Like there couldn't have been yeah. any other Jedi to come pick them up. It had to be. Luke. Yeah. Like, come on. Be. It's just, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just like they, they, they pick dumb shit like that. And then they like ram it down your face. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, oh God, this is so dumb. But God, whatever. The video games are still fun. 
they had a YouTube, I don't know if they still did, but they had a YouTube kids show, which was starred the guy who was did the mo- mocap for Jar Jar Binks. And it was basically <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple, but like Star Wars themed that I watched for a little while. <laughs> so they have to like complete obstacle courses and Star Wars based trivia. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I have a sports related question for you, Christian. Yeah, what's up? Last night in the UFC, did someone did some like terrible injury or something happen? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Dude, holy like shit. Compound it was leg the fracture gross- through the skin type deal. Is that what happened? I'm not gonna look the, it up, but it was one of the grossest things I've I have ever fucking seen in my life. It it may have been like the nastiest thing I've ever seen on live TV. So it's so it's just weird how this worked. So the pay-per-view started mm-hmm. and the first and the first fight came out. And these dudes are fighting and it's a good fight. They've got some strong jabs. And this dude throws a leg kick. And this is the first fight of the pay-per-view by the way. We haven't even gotten to the to the point that you asked about. Yeah. Um so Anthony Smith throws a leg kick on Jimmy Crute and it hits him like in the back of the knee, but like right on the nerve and Jimmy Crute's leg literally just collapses and goes like completely numb. And they go, they end the first round and then it was a doctor stoppage because Jimmy Crute couldn't walk. He like put weight on it and his, and he rolled his ankle immediately and it was just nasty. It was so gross. Then the second fight comes out. And the second fight's Uriah Hall and Chris Weidman. And so this is like the scariest thing here. When Chris Weidman fought Anderson Silva for the second time, Anderson Silva threw a leg kick and Chris Weidman checked it and snapped Silva's leg in half. And like in the exact same fashion, Chris Weidman throws, it's literally 17 seconds into the fight. He threw or like 15 seconds or whatever, because two seconds to end the fight. So he throws like a, a leg kick and his entire leg just snaps in half. And then he puts weight on it Ugh. after he brings it back and his leg collapses. And I think like the most terrifying thing was like hearing hearing Chris Weidman scream the second he put weight, like the second weight was put on it and he collapsed. The scream that he put out was fucking gnarly, dude. It was one of the grossest things I've ever seen in my life. It it made me sick. We were all watching here. It was like me, Claude, and then my buddy Tommy, and we're just fucking screaming at like the top of our lungs, man. It's just, that's your only reaction when you see something like that. You just scream at the top of your lungs because yeah. the way his leg folded and collapsed on him was so gross. So at this point, you have like, I mean, how long is a, a round? Three minutes. You have three minutes and fifteen seconds of fighting and two broken legs. Okay. Uh, they're they're the rounds are. The rounds are five minutes. Okay. So, at the but in the first fight, Anthony Smith kicked Jimmy Crute with like a minute left in the round. Okay. And so he, so Jimmy Crute took Anthony Smith to the ground and was wrestling with him. And then after the round was over, the doctor stopped the fight. He was like, you can't walk on it. So we're done. And then, yeah, the second, uh, Chris Weidman threw that leg kick and 
fell on the ground. Uriah Hall didn't even chase after him. Uriah Hall like got on the ground and was like devastated, man. He was devastated. Didn't even want to do the press. Didn't even want to do like the post fight interview. He was just like, that is just like, you know, so unfortunate and so nasty. But then uh, the title fights were great, man. The title fights were all great. No more, no more broken legs after that. No more broken legs, but only fight to go into the second round. Or uh, the no fight went past the second round last night in the main card, so it was a fast pay per view. But yeah, uh, Valentina Shevchenko fucking destroyed Jessica Andrade and Rose Namajunas fucking kicked Whaley right in the face with like a minute into the first round and knocked her out cold. And then uh, Kamaru Usman literally... I, you probably have seen the pictures of Usman knocking Masvidal's fucking sweat off of his gross fucking cornrows. All I heard was the the broken leg. Go to go to e, like go to go to ESPN on Facebook and look at the picture of Jorge Masvidal getting fucking just walloped. The punch that Usman put on him was probably one of the hardest hits I've ever seen. Mm. It was absolutely incredible. I hate Jorge Masvidal and I don't like Kamaru Usman, but man, that guy fucking has some serious power, dude. Yeah. Great. It was a great great way to end the night for sure. I heard uh, Dana White was doing press. He was on Bill Simmons' podcast this week, and he was bragging about how they've never had a death in the ring, and he referred to UFC as the safest sport. And I'm like, can somebody call him out on that? (laughs) That seems insane to me. They, Yeah, they haven't had anybody, like, die from... Okay, sure, I'll give him that, but to refer to yourself as safe in any way when literally people break their limbs all the time? Yeah. It's not it's not safe at all. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's it is safer than boxing. That's for sure. I mean, it's a lot safer than boxing. More boxers, you know. There's too many boxers that are dying these days. But the one thing that was really going to get the UFC was when people were when they weren't hydrate testing athletes and they were cutting weight. So they would like, <clears throat> you know, they would cut like. Uh, 25 pounds in like yeah. two days. Yeah. yeah, and then they started testing, like hydrate testing athletes, and now less and less athletes are getting put in the hospital, mm. which is good. But before then, dude, pl- fucking fighters were going in and out of the hospital left and right. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Ugh. But yeah, it's... Mm. um. <clears throat> what a great what a great night last night for UFC. Full crowd was back in attendance, so it Outside was of the two broken legs. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Those are just so unfortunate, man. I hate seeing injuries like that. Oh man. <clears throat> like the Jimmy Crute leg kick is more of a standard. You know, you get kicked in the nerve and it just happens every once in a while, but <clears throat> The the legs snapping in half for Weidman, and then yeah, the way he put weight on it on the back. Uh, it, oh my god! I'm not gonna look it up. I can just. Pick it up. Whew, uh, man. Gross. 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 Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. What else is new? Let's see. Let's see. 
Have you been playing any any games, team? Any new they put games? out. Um, they put out um, <clears throat> MLB The Show on Xbox Game Pass. Oh, have you played it? <laughs> I've been thinking about downloading it because I want to play it. The, the road to the show mode is usually pretty fun. That's where you control one player. And that mode it's works done. well in a baseball game, better than it does in like a football game, for example, because baseball right. is such an individualistic sport. You know. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where... I was super excited for like build your own ballpark, but oh. you have to have you have to have a PlayStation to do that. And it's just really? like really, this is so dumb. That's weird. Making something exclusive <laughs> like that when you're putting it out on all platforms. Well, so did, did Sony did, so, Sony developed this game, which is why it's so yeah. weird. They didn't have a choice though. MLB said they were going to revoke the license. Yeah, crazy. it's crazy. It makes sense, man. People want to play the game, and if it's, ex- I think you know, console exclusives is just a stupid idea. Well, the thing is, they don't have a, they don't have an exclusive license. Anyone can make a baseball game. Two K has been allowed to make baseball games for a decade. They stopped because they're bad at it, and no one yeah. was buying them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think the, you know, I think the show has been. It's like the number one baseball game for sure. It has been for like a it's long the time. only yeah. one. Yeah, they put one of them on uh, PS Plus. I think a year or two ago, and I played it for a little bit. It's still the same game I played ten years ago, back when I was into baseball. But it's fun. Yeah, I made my first baseman. Or I tried to make an outfielder. They converted him to first base, and I got mad at the manager. So we had to have a chat in his office. You know, you know, do your mini games, improve your contact and power, and you know. All yeah, I was thinking about stuff. I was thinking about setting it to download after we're done here on the show. Set it to download and clean up the house a little bit. You know, I have a I Game got, Pass subscription now. I got somebody coming over. Oh yeah, Game Pass for PC. Yeah, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. How do you like it? I mean, it's so cheap. It's so cheap and easy. It's like oh. I yeah, I'll never buy a new release. I don't think I'll ever buy a new release. Because they're all on Game Pass. Because yeah. new releases are just starting to get thrown on Game Pass. It's so smart. I know. People like, who are, did you play you know, Outriders? That was on Game Pass. I haven't played that. Oh. Outriders is really good. I really liked it. Talking but I stopped playing it because my fucking character broke. Yeah, they have like some serious character deletion issues, but. Like my my I can I, every time I log into my character it like kicks me out of the game. It plays like Gears Gears of War, but it's got the Destiny loot system in it, so you can repeatedly play it. But the gameplay is really fun, and the um, the story was pretty interesting. Yeah, it's a cover shooter that encourages you to not just hide behind cover the whole time. Like you really got to get up in the enemy's faces because it's the only way you can restore health is to kill things. In specific ways, it's pretty cool. Although it's annoying that it was only free on Game Pass for for console. It was not PC Game Pass free, which is stupid. Which is stupid. Been thinking about getting back into MMOs, specifically Final Fantasy fourteen once again. Yep, I uh, caught all back up on Final Fantasy. It's still really fun. And and I also. Because WoW just like got really boring on retail, um, converted have converted some of our guildmates to come to Final Fantasy. Oh, wow. 
expand the Final Fantasy fourteen team, huh? Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Is your wife still playing at all? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she went back too. Cute. Cute, cute. I gotta get a I'm still rating a classic. We're ten out of fifteen bosses down and uh next room is right now. Yeah, I see you're in playing WoW Classic right now. You and Tim, most likely. Nope, Tim's not online. <laughs> yeah, well, with, I, feel like, I feel like with Final Fantasy XIV, there's not much to do that, like, is super passive. Yeah. But, like, leveling or gathering herbs and stuff in uh, WoW Classic is something I can do that's productive for the yeah, game. Yeah, it's pretty... While that's also pretty being super passive. Interactive in Final Fantasy, yeah. Yeah. What I used to do, by the way, this... so. Back to MLB The Show. When I was trying to level my gathering classes, I was when I was playing on my MacBook, I would go to the gathering node. Or no, I'm sorry. This was when I was trying to level crafter classes. I would go to wherever it was, like the restoration area in uh, Dragon Town. I can't remember the name of it. I would set myself to craft 99 leather circles or whatever, and then I would just turn to my right and play a round of MLB The Show while he did the auto-crafting thing, and then I would come back and manage <laughs> my inventory and, you know... Do both of them at once. It was so much fun. My wife's like, and what, like when I was loving Gatherer, she's like, are you literally just collecting corn? I'm like, yeah, you got to get the corn, then you turn it into cornmeal, and you, that's how the easiest way to level your, your culinarian. Like, Joe, this is ridiculous. <laughs> no, this is video <laughs> games, babe. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I get back into the crafting game. I like leveling the crafters. It's, you know, fun. I'm going to get back into it. There's like, it's such a, I'm, I'm worried like, well, this is a dead zone for video games, right? Like I have no interest in Resident Evil Village or Returnal, which comes out next week, which is like, this is like PS5 showcase. I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a third person horror game. I really don't care about it. You know? So I think, uh, <laughs> I think Resident Evil is going to be fun. I saw the gameplay video of it. It looks really nice. They made it look really nice. <clears throat> Do you, do you want to fuck the vampire lady? Are you one of those people? I saw the comments on that shit. Yeah. I was laughing so fucking hard when I was reading those. They're talking about her big ass. They're like, damn. <laughs> Yo, <she's> not, <laughs> somebody did the math because she's like nine feet tall. They're like, you do not yeah, want her to step on your chest. She would immediately collapse it. <laughs> yeah. yeah she, she's, there's no lies, man. She's thick as fuck. But... <laughs> Still gonna oh, fucking man. shoot the hell out of that thing. She Hi, apparently Benji. stalks you the whole time, like Mr. X or Nemesis did. So mm. great. I'm never gonna play that game. I hate horror games. They're too spooky. I I played and finished Resident Evil Seven. That that game was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I have it. I think about it. But that I'm game like, was. Nope. That game was spooky, man. Woo! That game was spooky. I tried to play Resident Evil 2 Remake, and, like, it wasn't even that it was so spooky. It was just, like, I couldn't get past the gore. It was too gory. Too spooky. No thanks. Not my thing. You're not a gore head? No. No. I don't want to see a guy cut in half by, like, a security door. Like, his, you know, intestines coming out. That's gross. It's gross. I I came up in the time of the T-rated shooters where you would shoot a guy in the head and they would just fade away because blood would get them an M rating. (laughs) 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 No, I'm definitely a gore fanatic. Yeah. Nope. 
not I. <sighs> so I've what I've, I've been playing the uh, Thirteen Sentinels Aegis Rim, which is an extremely Japanese game, and I was worried that it was going to be one of these anime games with like boobs that are cartoonishly large and skirts that are too short, and it has a little bit of that, but it's mostly just I don't even know how to describe it. It's hand drawn backgrounds in a 2D plane visual novel combined with like a real time strategy mechs versus giant aliens game. But the storyline is so twisty and turny and like like it's honestly some of the best science fiction in a long time. And it starts so cliched. Like you're following the story of these thirteen high school kids and you play through each of their stories individually. But they're all like interconnected and they all start like one of them is basically Terminator. One of them is basically E.T. But then like it all comes together and it's not at all what you think it is. And it is I, I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> like I need someone else to play this game so we can talk about all this crazy shit that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a Vanillaware game, so it's very pretty. Very pretty. Hand-drawn. So what's the game called again? 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Look up 13 Sentinels. Although, it, again, it's not going to, YouTube videos are not going to do it justice because it's basically a visual novel. So, like, right. oh, look, more text on the screen. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> oh. Well, very twisty, turny, time travel plot. I can't stop playing it. I'm almost done with it, though. And then, like, what the fuck am I going to play? Yeah. I could go back, and, <laughs> I could get back into Civ 6. I intentionally tore myself away. I'm like, I'm playing too much Civ, man. I gotta yeah, well, there you else. go. I gotta play something else. I I like Civ, but like it's very much like if I bump the difficulty level up too high, I don't have a good time because I don't win. If I bump it down too low, it's too easy. And yep. finding that perfect sweet spot is such a hassle, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I have one in every mode of victory, except for the religious victory, which I was like halfway there when I gave up on my run as Russia. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably what I'll end up doing is just scouring through Xbox Game Pass, finding something else to play. Maybe I'll install Factorio. I hear that one's pretty good from Steam. I'm trying to keep myself to, like, you know, sim-type games like Civ or, you know, those style strategy games that really control best with the mouse and keyboard and away from console-style games because I'd rather play them on my PS5. But that's just me. That's just me. Are you still playing Valheim, or is the Valheim train done? I haven't heard much about it in the past few weeks well um i just you know started playing other crap again so mm. i just it's not that i don't like i still enjoy playing it but i didn't play single player so i i don't it's not one of the games that i just go and play mm. and then um there haven't been as many people like on and around to like to do stuff because like i don't i don't really like doing things in the game by myself it's not as fun where it would like if we're going to go on our boat and go, like, fucking scouting for a place to go, like, loot, kill and loot some shit, then, like, that's really fun. 
I see, I see, I see. Cool, cool. Other than that, yeah, not a lot interesting going on around here. Cats being cats. We're planning a trip. I got my second shot in two weeks, and then you wait the two weeks for to ensure incubation period and everything. That means I should be ready to go by mid-May. Ara can't wait. Ara's already done. She's had her second shot. She's like out in the world. She's going to thrift shops and stuff. I'm like so jealous. Yeah. I can't wait to eat at a restaurant again, you know? It's pretty nice, man. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Oh. Alright. Oh god, yes, man. Oh. oh, did you see oh. by the way, Christian? The NFL rules proposal and then what yeah, they I saw ended that. up changing. <clears throat> yeah. I, I thought, thought it was, it was funny that thought it was funny that Tom Brady's losing his marbles. Like, dude, oh. you make fucking millions. You can deal with a number change. He's mad about the numbers thing, yeah. I don't understand. Why is he so mad about that? Because linemen are going to have trouble blocking the right people or people what? are going to have trouble covering the right people. It's it just one of those. It it, they did that level, shit man. in college. Yeah, exactly. They did that shit in college. So and then I saw, I saw his quote where he said, yeah, you know what? Have people wear the same number on, you know, on offense and defense, have two people wear the same number. It's like, uh, they're hey, wearing dude, different uniforms, bro. <laughs> they do that. They do that in college. You know, they wear the same fucking number. You'll have a three on defense and a three on offense. That could happen anyway. Yeah. You can have a running back and a cornerback with the same number. They you could have for a long time. That's stupid. You know, what uh, is going on in the NFL up until this year, you had very specific rules about what jersey number you could wear depending on what position you played. So they've dumb. strictly loosened. This was not the rule in high school or college. This was only an NFL thing. And they've loosened it considerably this year so that if you play an, any number of positions, you can have whatever number you want. So finally, like, you couldn't have, like, the numbers 1 through 10 on defense at all until this year, for example. Apparently, some people are mad that it's going to be confusing about who plays what position. Never mind that a line God, is, you know, like, six five and three hundred and fifty pounds. Seriously, <laughs> man, can you really? Can you really not tell who you're playing against because of their number? One, they're using a different uniform. Two, you can definitely tell who's who by their fucking size. Like Look, the man's pushing fifty, and you know he's been in the NFL for a long time. All right, I'm just saying, maybe he's just he's a curmudgeonly old man at this point. All right. Yeah, he's one NFL, of those guys that's like... NFL drafts is, starts next week, doesn't it? On Thursday? Yeah, I have no interest in it. Seahawks have uh, no picks for the first round. Well, they, if they trade Russell Wilson, maybe they'll get some. Huh, huh. I'm still holding out hope. Although, Ain't gonna happen, bro. Yeah. People are Ain't talking like, happen. what if the Giants trade down? They could get so many picks. I'm like, yo, you know when the last time the Giants traded down was? It was 2001. They've done it one time. time (laughs) They've done it once in the 21st century. They don't trade down. And in the Gettleman era, it's never a secret who he's going to draft. Everyone knew he was going to draft Daniel Jones. They thought it was crazy. Everyone knew he was going to draft Dexter Lawrence. He doesn't hide it. Like, it's known. So whoever this, like, uh... receiver or offensive lineman is who they're going to draft because they got to protect Daniel Jones. They made a bad choice, and now they're just reinforcing that bad choice. 
Did you hear that uh, Urban Meyer sent Trevor Lawrence the Jacksonville Jaguars playbook? No, I did not. <laughs> it's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. I'm ex- I'm pretty excited for Trevor Lawrence to be in the league. I think that dude's a cool ass fucker. He's a cool ass player. Whatever. At least the Knicks are playing well. They've won nine in a row. Joe Burrow is going to be coming back. Should be fun. Uh, the one that gets me, they Huskies have their spring game on Saturday. I'm ready for that. The the rule change that gets me, there was the proposal to change onside kicks to like a fourth and 15 one shot offensive play. And they yeah. said, no, that's too, in, too extreme. Instead, we're going to change it so that the defensive team, instead of having 10 people line up on the line, can only have nine. That's yeah. the change. It's pretty dumb. And it's a temporary change because they worry it's going to be too extreme. I'm like, you guys are the most conservative, like, not like politically conservative, but like, you know, the l- l- most risk-averse owners in the world. Like, uh, The XFL did the onside kick rule where you had one play from the 25-yard line. You had to get 15 yards. That's how the fan-controlled football league worked as well. And it was, it? It, was it was legit. Awesome. Yeah. And it was legit. It's a cool fucking rule. I like it. I mean, did it you, makes total sense. Did you follow the fan-controlled football league final at all? Because that game was awesome. No, because it was on Twitch. What? <laughs> yeah, a free website that anyone can watch. Uh, I don't fuck with Twitch. Well, the team I it. support, the uh, the Wild Aces, was down like 40 points at halftime, and they came back to win with a last-second touchdown with no time left. It's pretty awesome. And, yeah, the onside kick, that, that league is interesting because, like, they've had to change the rules on the fly so much. Like, the onside kick rule that also was, uh, like, a 4th and 15, but they're playing 7-on-7, and the defenders are so bad that, like, pretty much everyone would convert it every time. So they had to change the rules that you needed to be down, and it needed to be the second half if you are going to try an onside kick. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're basically never giving the ball up. <laughs> you're just... Yeah. <laughs> oh. Too funny. But yeah, the game was intense. Last second touchdown to win the game. Nice. What team was it? The Wild Aces. Was that with Johnny Manziel? No. no. Oh, damn. Who's the quarterback for the Wild Aces? I can't remember his name. Oh. Who's on that team? Anybody notable? No. It was owned by Austin Eckler. Oh, okay. There you go. Owner's notable. (laughs) They beat the Glacier Boys, which is... uh, Richard Sherman's and Quavo's team. Uh, ah. Yeah. Quavo. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is it Quavo or Quavo? It's Quavo, isn't it? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not, into, I'm not a big Migos fan, all right? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Oh. All right. I fell down the rabbit hole of... MTV Unplugged concerts in the last week, and it's literally like the only thing I can listen to right now. I'm so curious, like, how could they do that in 2020? Like, I would love to see, like... (laughs) They need to bring Uh, it back, man. MTV is too busy being fucking political and retarded. Nobody makes music videos anymore, man. It's not the same. No, no, no. They're they're not music videos. They're live concerts. No, I know know what Unplugged was, yeah, but, like, how's how's that... that, That's not going to work in an EDM-driven music environment all right you can't have 
an unplugged like Skrillex concert. No, but there's <laughs> that doesn't make bands. any sense. Plenty of bands out there. Not that rock music is dead, man. Rock it's music dead. is 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 definitely dead because yeah. now it's just stadium rock. Like stadium rock is what what rules the airwaves. You remind me. I was telling Ara the dentist I play I go to. They usually play like the worst new country, you know. Oh and yeah. The last time I went, I guess it changed whose turn it was to pick the music. So they had turned off the new country, but it got worse. It was new light uh, Christian rock. So like Christian rock, but like if it was all like by James Blunt and uh, Amy Grant. And you know, oh, like God. Creed is too hard rocking for these guys. <laughs> hey man, Creed was hard. Creed was hard. Creed was hard back in oh. the day. It was bad. It was so bad. No, I think, it, it, yeah, I think if they were to try to bring back Unplugged, they would have to find a way to to work with new age okay. music. Who would you put which on? Would be really you know? hard. It would. I would strictly put on like. You know, like the only thing I can think of that's still alive is Southern rock. Like you can only have like <laughs> Southern rock bands that come on. But the yeah. one thing that the one thing that that is going on right now is NPR does those Tiny Desk concerts. Yes. Yep. And they're like, oh well, we have we thought of this idea and we do unplug concerts. Like fuck off. MTV had that shit back in the 90s. NPR fucking stole their bit and made it. But the thing that NPR did was they made it work, man. They made it work yeah. with, like, country singers, rappers, all that Punk bullshit. Punk rock bands. They get everybody on Punk there. rock. Yeah, they get everybody. And like I said, NPR is focused on doing that, and it works, and they they have great shows on there. Uh, and MTV is just too busy being <laughs> It's just reality dumb. TV. It should be called RTV now. Yeah. They're just too busy being dumb. Like, no fucking music at all. But, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, uh... I can't think of a of a rock band, honestly. Like, exactly. off the top See, of my head. That's the thing. I mean, like, the like, only I one think I can think of like, is, like, like, Lady Gaga could do a fine unplugged concert because she has a, a fine singing voice. She went to Juilliard, like... But also, yeah, like but she's not. Her music she's a pop singer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's a pop singer, so it's. I mean, yeah, like rock band wise, dude. I I'm like struggling to think of of like a like an legit band that I could call a rock band I mean, that's not from like the 2000s. To be know, fair, I know nothing 2000s. about what kind of music is popular right now. You know, outside of K-pop, I'm. Familiar I think with stadium. K-pop. I think I think stadium rock is popular right now. Like with the youth, so, though, like you mean, like, are you talking like '80s stadium rock, or is there like new stadium rock bands happening? There's like, I I think that the new age stadium rock is bands like Imagine Dragons. Like, oh. I think that's like the new idea. Even of they're rock like band. 15 years old at this point, man. Yeah, they are <laughs> old. <laughs> that Joker and the Thieves song was from like '06. Like, you know. They get a bad rap, man. They get what? a bad rap. That band's not that bad. <laughs> they are not I that bad. I don't think bad. people think they're that bad. Yeah. I think, dude, people love to hate that fucking band. They're like the new Nickelback. No, like, really? They're like the beam. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's crazy. For they're sure. Not they're, not, they're not that bad of a band. They're just 
dumb stadium rock. Like you hear their shit at like a football game. Yes. And you're like, oh. <laughs> That's the first time I heard that Imagine Dragons song was in MLB The Show, like 08 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not bad. They get, a, they get a bad rap, though, for sure. People love to hate that band. Uh-huh. People love to hate Nickelback, and they're like a legit rock band. They're fucking nah, decent. They're, they're terrible. Good. Look at this they're photograph. They're not terrible. Every time I do it, it makes me laugh. I'll get out of here. <laughs> they're not terrible. You're out of your mind. They're the worst. They're not bad. What's so bad about them? The music is trash. The lyrics are whiny and drivel. They're not there's no depth to them. The guy's not a good singer, you know? He's just he, he's from that that school that like uh Chad Kroger, whatever the guy's name from Creed is school is like if I just make my voice sound like Batman and everyone thinks I could sing. Like, no, we don't. <laughs> like uh, uh, Chad Kroger is the lead singer of Nickelback. That's what I uh, thought. Then who's this guy from Creed? What's his name? Uh, what's this, uh, Scott, um, something, God, what is it? <laughs> sure. I can't remember. It's, I remember because he was on tour sleeping in a van like a couple years ago. Uh-huh. I remember like. Uh-huh. God, what is his name? <laughs> I, I thought Chad Kroger was from Nickelback. I don't know, man. I don't listen to that, that music. Yeah, I pull it up on Google, and it's I pull up Creed lead singer, and the first thing that pulls up is Creed lead singer, homeless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Scott, Scott Stapp. Stapp. I see it. Yeah. Scott Stapp. Yeah. The second one is Creed lead singer dead. So <laughs> I know. I saw that, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you... I don't know. There's just that that time frame of rock music is untouchable. When you have like, you know, bands like Creed, you have bands like P.O.D. It's uh, another Christian bands, rock band, you know. You, yeah, you for sure. Two. And then you have um, fucking God. Who else? Uh, Puddle of Mud. With two Ds, yes. Yeah. I remember. That was also well. I guess that was like. Shortly after the Limp Bizkit corn era. Yes, it was. It was like 2005-ish. And then you had like uh, 30 Seconds to Mars with Jared Leto, Blue <laughs> October. There was a lot of fucking decent rock bands in the early 2000s, and that era just completely died. Yeah. Completely died. Yeah. Like, in a heartbeat. They switched. We switched back to... Bubblegum pop with Katy Perry and Taylor Swift and hate it, Gaga, man. and then now it's just all—I don't even know. Like I said, I don't I think say EDM that is where it is right now. I feel like that was five or six years ago, but who knows? EDM EDM's on its on its limbs. I think it's on its last limbs. Yeah, because that that whole EDM scene is in their late twenties, early thirties. Well, and the whole scene and you're not going to go and like you're not going to go. Yeah, you're not going to go fucking do a bunch of drugs and stand in a hot fucking building when you're 30 years old. <laughs> Nobody's like, wait, let me put on some music for dinner, and they're just blasting fucking Skrillex. And like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I think that there's like a lot of good electronic music. There's a lot of really good electronic music, but I think the the rave scene is dying. I think that that's the next one to, to go completely, which... It was around in the 90s with, like, Prodigy and shit, and then 
it died and then it came back with like this new age you know electronic shit in the early 2010s mm-hmm. and then it now it's just dwindling I last mean, legs I man think, i think edm's gonna go the route of metal and just never die no it won't ever die but it's i think the scene is more or less like I think like the the days of like Freak Night and Lucky and all that bullshit is dead. Like I think if you're going to go see EDM, it's going to be more of like a concert now rather than you go there to like finger blast a random girl and then take a bunch of drugs. You're saying the like days that, of that scene being is the headliner. Dead. I mean, I feel like that scene is what EDM is. Like I don't think they'll be able to escape that. You know? Yeah. I think I think that the more it evolves, the more the the more that EDM matures, the more it like evolves the crowd. I think it's a different scene now compared See, to where yeah, it was I, ten I, years I ago. Think I think the, it's a whole different scene now. I think it's the same scene, but with people who are older and younger still, because there's so much like variety in EDM. Like it's a it's you can do basically it, but like EDM is basically just. It literally stands for electronic dance music. Like yeah, you can do, yeah, you can, <laughs> you can do, do all kinds of fucking random shit with it. So, you know, I, I think it's just going to be the same for a, a long time until the next new thing comes out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Like the, the, the youths, the Gen Zs, the current, whatever you want to call them, youths are having much less sex and getting way less drunk than we did in our 20s. So, That's Yeah, for facts. sure, man. I mean... Well, they say you always rebel against your parents and, you know, the... That's why Gen X was so punk rock and then millennials were like, fuck it, we're just going to get drunk and high. And now these kids are better just going to, you know, like, used to be that you spent your 20s just like kind of, that's just a blacked out decade. And now for the youth, like, no, I'm going to be like fit and mentally healthy in my 20s. And, you know, really? That's what you want to do? Like, okay, sure. (laughs) Honestly, though, that's, that's our generation too. Well, I'm a little older than y'all. That's, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah, man. But like our time frame, <clears throat> like our early, te- oh, like our late teens, so like 18, 19 years old era was when EDM was like at its peak. Yeah. Like big, big name raves like every weekend. I just... I mean, I remember it because I worked security back then, so I worked all those fucking raves and events. And it's it's just so different how, like, when you see the scene now, it's so different than where it was back then. You, like, it you, still exists. It still exists, and Vito's right. It's going to exist for forever. Well, and nothing because ever dies. It's, I mean, there's people still making disco and folk rock in the modern age. I mean, still yeah, it's just, it's just not going to be, it's just not going to be, like, this decade's... Yeah. Top, top music you know this decade's top music is going to be K-pop. i think it's going to be more along the ideas of yeah pop music and like shitty rap music i think you know because the soundcloud era started in like 2016 <sighs> and that shit is garbage but that seems already on its way out the musical stylings of 2021 is mumble rap huh? is that what you're telling me i i think that mumble yeah. rap is is already on its way decline for Can sure answer a question because for me, that Christian. music is fucking shitty man it's so garbage what's up why is it 
that if you are the kind of person who insists on playing your music at full volume in public spaces, that you have the absolute worst taste in music. <laughs> Why is it always like the worst hip hop? Like I'm fine with hip hop. I like hip hop just fine, but a lot of it is trash. And like this stuff is just the worst. And it's like I think I think that rap music is the most saturated bullshit market. I think rap music is god awful right now. There yes, there is a lot of like hidden gems and a lot of great rap music right now. But mm-hmm. man, most of what is popular is so terrible, man. It's terrible. Drake yeah. makes horrible fucking music. And it's it's too bad because that guy started out, you know, as like an R&B singer that could like, you know, rap every now and then well, he, started and out he as put a wheelchair out middle school middle school kid on the grassy man but carry like his first his first like three studio albums or like first i think it was like five i would say like first four albums all really good but then you know the thing that these that that like these stars get is they start off hungry they make good shit and then they get whatever they want, and then they just put out bullshit, and they're okay with it because they're going to get money no matter what. Look at Kendrick Lamar. His first two albums are fucking awesome, and everything after his first two albums has been fucking terrible. I mean, doesn't he that happen to every band, awful. though? You know, Like, people who sit there and, and say that Kendrick Lamar is a good rapper right now are <laughs> out of their fucking mind. That His new album was so terrible. I listened to it, you know, because... If I'm going to criticize somebody's music, I have to listen to it. So I'll put myself through it. I'll listen to it, and I'll voice my opinions, man. He's terrible. <laughs> and out of that whole group of rappers that he got popular with, with TDE, and he came in with, you know, J-Rock, Absol, Isaiah Rashad, all those guys are better rappers than he is. And they've put out countless, countless amazing albums. Schoolboy Q is another one. It's just like, you know, these guys are putting out good albums because Kendrick Lamar took all the fame. So he takes the fame, he puts out bullshit, people talk about it, people say it's incredible, and then these guys get forgotten. And so they keep putting out good albums that get swept under the rug, and nobody talks about them. Like, in my honest opinion, Kendrick Lamar is the worst rapper out of all those guys. Oh, damn. But back, you know, back then, back then... He put out, you know, Good Kid, Mad City, which is literally a perfect album. You can listen to it from, you know, start to finish in one sitting and be completely, you know, satisfied and happy with it. It's an incredible album, perfect album. But everything after that, garbage, terrible. I will admit I've never heard a Drake track or a Kendrick Lamar track in my life. Well, fuck me. Don't listen to any of their new music, man. Go back and listen to their shit from like 2010, 2013. Listen to that era of them, and you can really see the difference in music. But see, that's uh, ten years you know, ago. At this point, I'll yeah. say I'll say the same thing at this point too. It's like, uh, huh, you know what? I don't know. It's just tough to talk about local dudes like this. But uh, you know, like when Macklemore first came around, his first album was really good. But then he's a you know he's a pompous douchebag. <laughs> And he's a notable, he's like a notable douchebag. He's an asshole. And he put out like that fucking heist album and 
personally, I can tell you that there is not one good song on that fucking album. It's oh, terrible. come on. Cowboy Boots was like my <laughs> anthem in my 20s, man. That was so my life. Ugh. You're out of your mind, man. That You're album crazy. was so fucking You're bad. You're crazy. You didn't like the uh, song uh, about the eagle pissing on everybody? <laughs> no. No. I like I, it when he's goofy. You know, I like when he, he does his uh, Bowie impression. Yeah, I mean, he can be goofy. That's, you know, it's it's a persona of his. But at the same time, I think that his music dwindled and, and you know, he became he became like a, a family man. So he's a different dude than who he was, you know, back in early 2010s. But I mean, God, that guy's music is terrible. I can't stand it. That one? I still I mean. I- I like Macklemore just fine. What's that one track he had? Oh my god, what the fuck is the name of it? It was pre-heist. It was about being a heroin addict. What the fuck is the name of that song? Because that was a good song. Uh, I can picture the video. I think it was featuring some dude named Fences. I cannot, for the life of me, remember the name of this track, but it was a good song. Was that the the one about codeine? Yes. The other side or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I like that track. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, man. I think that I think that he had. I think that the reason why he was so popular is because of Ryan Lewis. And I would yeah. compare Ryan Lewis to who's that dude on that Bruno Mars uh, fucking track? Uh, God, what's his name? Um, He's a producer, and, and I'm just, like, completely forgetting his name. But he did the Uptown Funk. Okay. That dude. Whatever his name is. <laughs> I compare him to, to him, where it's like if you, you have, have to- a if you have a really good producer and you have somebody that knows, like, the market really well, who studies it and knows what's going to be popular at that time, that's mm-hmm. Ryan Lewis. Ryan Lewis knew exactly what was going to make Macklemore like fucking super popular. You got to give Macklemore credit for it. putting Ryan Lewis's name on all his shit. Like, you know, no, you got to, I mean, that's huge. You got to yeah. do that. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, it would be so tragic if you didn't give Ryan Lewis any credit, yeah. but I would say that the secret to Macklemore's success was having Ryan Lewis on his, in his corner. It's not a bad thing. It's not a knock on Macklemore. You know, it's not saying that he's not talented. He was, he was one of the biggest stars of his time, and you know, obviously now he's not so popular. But I just personally, I just didn't. I think that he put out good music, and then the heist was like the music to make him the most popular person at the time. I mean, and then, thrift shop was everywhere for a while. Yeah, for sure. And then now it's you know now his his style is kind of dead. Unfortunately, I, you know, I, yeah. I haven't heard that style is dead. Yeah, I uh, I'm sure I've told you this as well, but you know I have a personal connection to that album. You know the uh, same love video. Yep. There's a scene with a kid in a Boy Scouts uniform. Mm Mm-hmm. Ara sold that Boy Scouts uniform to Macklemore on her eBay store. Oh damn! True story. Yep. So that thing's been in my house. One of my high school teachers was in that music video. I mean, he filmed all of those around here until before he got too popular. He couldn't even do it. Like when they tried to do uh, the one at the Dicks, and it was just like the entire city showed up at the Dicks. It was a white yeah, wall for or sure. whatever. And so he's like, fuck it, I'm doing it in Spokane now. 
True stories. Yeah, I think I have to say I liked Kanye. I liked late registration, early and graduation. Those were good albums. Oh yeah, all right. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Before he lost his fucking mind. I mean, I don't want to talk shit. I know he's bipolar, and I know it manifests itself in his late in your late thirties, and he's very clearly undiagnosed bipolar. Well, I think he's diagnosed at this point, but. Like you just you, you very public meltdowns, you know. But, yeah, that dude is a like fucking musical genius, man. It's just crazy. Yeah. Like the music that he was putting out back then was incredible. I mean, it's fuck. I could talk about it for fucking days. Yeah. It was good, you know. There's, it's been a while since I've had like a in depth conversation about music, so it's pretty nice to talk about it now, but. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll have to say that, and it's funny because this whole conversation, like the whole half hour that we just spent talking about music stemmed from my, from my late wormhole of unplugged concerts. But I I will say this, man. I I think that when I think about music now, it's weird to think that I can't really name too many new artists from like, you know, like who's going to be the new big things? Like what's the new big style of music? If I think the next style of music, if I were to take a guess, I would say that the next big style of music that's going to hit this, like hit us by storm is like that alternative, like pop, alternative pop music. Are you talking like bedroom pop? Is that what you're referencing? I, it probably I don't know. Do you, uh, yeah, like God, I'm trying to think of an example. Like Billy Eilish, like is uh, a quintessential bedroom pop. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Music like that is going to be the next. I think that's like the next big wave of music. Uh, that that's Australian lit. girl Benny Benny or whatever her name is, she's going to be super popular. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I just only know yeah, this. music I only, like that is gonna fucking blow up. The only reason and I know like, about this is because we were doing a Secret Santa, and like my brother, my stepbrother's girlfriend was like, "Hey, I want vinyl by bedroom pop artists." I'm like, "What the fuck is bedroom pop?" And I looked <laughs> it up. It's underground pop. It's okay. Yeah, indie pop. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking it up right, like right now as we speak. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, bedroom pop. The first things that pop up is like lo-fi shit. So like lo-fi is super popular right now. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, music that you can study to. Yes. Fucking a little a. anime kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the next thing to hit the waves. Not that it's a problem. I mean, I I have no problem with it. But that's like the next big thing mm. is is bedroom pop. Because I can't think of a rock band right now from, like, recently. The only thing I could think of is, like, Southern Rock. Southern Rock is still alive, and it's and it's. Isn't that just right country? Uh, no, no. It's a, it's a whole different thing because, like, you wouldn't say that Leonard Skinner's country music. That's true. You know? And there's, like, there's there's a lot of really good Southern Rock bands right now. The the best one for sure is is Whiskey Meyer. They're okay. like my favorite 
like Southern rock band at the moment. And then favorite country band is Midland. And they put out a new album that was fucking amazing and a documentary, which is good. If you're curious about them, check it out. Cause that it was amazing. It was a great documentary, but yeah, man, uh, God, I love talking about music. Holy shit. We haven't done this in a long time. I got to make fun of Leonard Skinner for a second. Leonard Skinner wanted to write a song about how great Alabama was to protest Neil Young. And like one of the first things they could come up with that's great about Alabama is that the sky is blue there. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's the best thing. <laughs> the sky's blue everywhere, buddy. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> Where the skies are so blue. Yeah, exactly. All right. Power 15 minutes. We should wrap this up. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good episode here, boys. It's been a while. The quote stayed. I looked it up. It's been a while. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Another in the I chat. Yeah, that's my there. only contribution to the show today. <laughs> oh, we talked about <laughs> other stuff. You were on there. He talked. He talked about how doctors aren't paid enough, or whatever hot oh, yeah. take is going to be extracted from this episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're going to the Husky game on. We're going to the Husky game on Saturday, so I'll I guess, have I guess it's it's, it's less there. that that doctors aren't paid enough, and more they're they're paid in the wrong ways. Hmm. So like, doctors that are doing like good things, but it just happens to not be like the most paid thing. So you know they don't get paid as much, but they went into just as much debt as the same other see. people. You know, all that kind of stuff. Here I was thinking you were implying that instead of money, you should pay for your medical care and blowjobs. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why if you're going to put it that way. Spike. <laughs> They're not getting paid the right way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great place to cut it. I mean, like, the main, the main problem there is, like, all the insurance problems and shit. It fucks yeah. over the providers just about as much as it fucks over the uh, uh, people. I mean, the fact that you can have an entire four-year degree in hospital administration, as in how to deal with insurance companies, should really tell you yeah. something is wrong with the way that we deal with medical care. But okay, yep. <laughs> you know. Then you have to go through a whole quarter on just insurance codes just to be an MBA. Yeah. Like, it's not even really your... You, I, I'm sure you're not doing most of the paperwork, right? Like, I literally don't deal with it at all yeah, now. Exactly. So... Okay. All right. Let's wrap it up. This has been episode 121 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club, and we will see you, Knuckleheads, soon. You just wait till we get to episode 151. Then we'll oh. drink a, a pint of 151 each. Yeah, right. Pint? Just like a straight content. pint? Yeah, right. This is a straight pint. Light it on fire first, drink it through a straw. Yeah.